Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to talk about what you should do if you've been unfairly labeled at work. We'll start with a question from someone whose boss keeps telling them, just upper, she just needs to upper game and work harder, even though her colleagues perceive her as one of the hardest working members of the team. Mm. We'll discuss other ways that people can be labeled at work and what you can do to address it. Yeah, this is a very difficult topic in the sense that whether the people who manage you see you as lazy or not smart enough or a troublemaker or whatever, it's really difficult once you've been labeled to change it. Yeah. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I've been working at one company for five years and I cannot get ahead. My boss keeps telling me that I need to up my game and that I don't seem hungry enough for success. The irony is I work harder than anyone else in my department and have been recognized by my coworkers as the real team player. But management sees me as too friendly and not competitive enough. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you ever going to be able to overcome their preconceived notions of you? Probably yeah. not. I don't know where they got this idea of you, but mm -hmm. somehow this is the opinion. Yeah. You know, um, and this is why we tell a lot of people to leave their job because we don't even go into explaining it, but a lot of people become labeled and, you know, they could be the funny person who breaks the tension in a meeting, but they don't, they're not seen as somebody who can get things done. Even if they yeah. do get things done, they're seen as like a jokester. Um, we've seen ageism at play where they're just not going to get ahead. They, the, the, the people in management just see the person as they're just too old. So no matter how hard they work, no matter how good they are, they don't see them that way. Right. And Even if you are too hard a worker, sometimes that can be a problem yeah. in that you're labeled as someone who's, who's disrupting a disruptor, right. or maybe someone who's too aggressive or someone who's not a team player. Right. So once you've been labeled and you've been at it for quite a while and you've tried to move ahead and there's some reason that they keep stopping and mm -hmm. don't let you get ahead, there's really only one thing you can do and that's to go find a new culture. Go find a company that won't label you. But yeah. be very aware that, you know, it happens, you get labeled and you have to take care of that. If you if you can't if you can't change it early on, and it becomes embedded, you do have to leave. And I think that's such a good point, Kathy. Like what the, what, how do you know you've been labeled? You may be told early on that there's some kind of behavior that they think is quote problematic and you may do everything you can to correct the perception and yet their mindset about you doesn't change, right? And you know, we all do this. Like we all have a neighbor or somebody in the family, you know, who once did something we didn't like and we label them and we see them as the troublemaker and everything they do, that's the troublemaker. You know, yeah. you just sort of see them that way. So even if they're not doing it, you kind of see them that way. 
And that is how you get labeled at work. It's kind of innocent enough, although it's very detrimental to people and it hurts them tremendously, especially if they really like the job and want to yeah. stay. Um, you make it really difficult for them to stay. And of course, this is a bias. We all have biases and it's yeah. very important that everybody understands what their own biases are. Like I know that people that are too heavy or maybe physically just don't look a certain way they, there is, um, they get labeled, they get labeled, right. And they don't get opportunities that someone who maybe looks better, but is yeah. unqualified will get those opportunities. Yeah. And that's unfortunate also, but in an environment that doesn't really, it, that does that to you, that's only going to hold you back. You know, I think you said such a valuable thing at, earlier. And when you were talking about the general thing, which is that Usual, usually labels come within certain cultures. Yeah. And so I remember working with this person who he was an amazing manager. Uh, his company was purchased by another company with a very different culture. And because he didn't speak the language that they spoke and because he was more like a collaborative manager and someone who really cultivated his team but you know, didn't come down hard enough on them. He was viewed as a weak leader and nothing he could do. And they literally told, gave him performance improvement programs several times. Even if the performance improved the perception of him because he was such a mismatch for the new culture did not change. Yeah, and it's so unfortunate because it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. And, you know, it may be, um, maybe you're just the wrong culture, literally, maybe you are from the wrong culture. Yeah. And, then that, and then they stigmatize you because that culture does X and they don't, you know, they don't trust you and they have no reason to distrust you. Right. Um, but yet it happens and it's a bias and it's, it's really awful when you're in it, but you will be so much happier when you get into a culture that respects you for who you are. So yeah. it is worth taking the time and looking for what your next move is going to be because you're not going to get ahead. And then your self-esteem starts to erode. Right. In fact, your self-esteem may already have started eroding. Yeah. And so part of, I think, the internal treatment for a situation like this, where you feel like, whatever you do doesn't change their perception of you is that you need to do esteemable acts, you know, whatever's going to make you feel better about yourself. I had one client who um, trained for a marathon mm -hmm. work situation that was just very de debilitating for her and the ability to do that and prepare. And I think she got in great shape and she really tested herself, made her ready to leave that company, you know, she gave her the confidence to be able to make a really positive, constructive move out of that culture. Yeah. I mean, I think that does come with it is that, um, you know, once you start looking inside and you realize, okay, well, I'm better than this yeah. and I don't have to put up with this kind of, um, branding, I'm, you know, I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to get out. That's always a really positive thing. Now, yeah. if there's no other jobs in your area, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and you're stuck there, um, you maybe could try to work it out. Maybe talk to the people uh, above you and say, I believe I've been branded. You could try that. 
but people that have biases um, usually don't want to grow out of them, but I hopefully yeah. they do, but you can try that. You can, you know, go to them, but you've got to have to be accurate. You have to really try to figure out how you've been branded. What is the complaint they have about you? Whether it's true or not is irrelevant. It's the right. Brand. What is it that they're assuming? I'm yeah. curious, Kathy, if you've ever seen someone who's been labeled by a certain boss and the boss leaves, a new boss comes in, yeah. and suddenly they are in a great place. They start to flourish. Have you ever seen yeah, that? I have seen that. I have seen that. So th there's always that also. But if if it's more than one person above you, yeah, that's probably not going to work because the others will talk them into it. They'll say, well, yeah. you don't really know. You know, we've had years and years of issues. So, and, you know, some people will go to bat for you, but after a while, they're not. Yes. You know, they, it's going to start to make them, you know, they're, they're going to stink. So that's not, <laughs> you know, they're going to, you're not going to take them down. So, um, and many people don't know this is going on until it's very late. Yeah. Which is unfortunate also. Agreed. I was going to say, I recently was working with someone again, who, you know, had one person who was an advocate and he went to that person and said, would you please, you know, speak up for me for, to the executive level. And that person did do that. And then came back and said, you know what, you need to go because they're not going to see you in a different light. Yeah. So sometimes someone may give you that message and I think it's important to heed it. Right. Absolutely. They did you a big favor. Yeah. Yeah. So when this happens, I would take action immediately or once, once you figure it out, yeah. uh, you could stay stuck in this for quite some time. Um, and you may have made one mistake somewhere along the line and that's it. That branded you. Yeah. All right. So what we're saying is if you re you realize you're unfairly uh, labeled when you're not able to move the needle and how you're perceived by either your boss directly or people above you, once you realize that, Kathy, you're saying it's time to just find another better culture and opportunity for yourself. Yes. So you have to take that action. And I'm saying from the psychological point of view, you're probably also going to have to do some internal work to shore up your confidence and yeah. it could be external things that you do to feel better about yourself. But in order to get out of a situation where you've been consistently mislabeled, <laughs> you're probably going to do have to do what we would call esteemable acts, mm -hmm. whether it's about getting in shape or doing something that's charitable or helping another department in a very positive way so that you can build your internal confidence and self-value, self-worth. Yeah. 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 So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2, or I think it's X us at, at AskK2. Also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to MyCrazyOffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.